Welcome to the GNM Baseball Show, where we tell you what you want to know. Ooh, yeah! Hey, we're back! He's G! He's M, and we're, we're the, the Baseball Brothers! Wow. Wow, 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 what a World Series. <laughs> the Nationals... Started 19 and 31 in the first 50 games. The um, odds of them winning the World Series were like 7 trillion to 1. <laughs> 100 to 1. So they came back from that and went to the wild card. And so in the wild card, they're down 3 to 1 against closer Josh Hader for the Brewers, who actually won the Trevor Hoffman Award this year for the second straight year. And so they're up against him. And Juan Soto Young. 21-year-old now, superstar, lines a three-run double, and he's out trying to advance to third. Three-run single. Three-run single and an error, and then he's out trying to advance to third. Anyway, three-run score as the ball gets by Trent Grisham, and then Nats go on to win that one 4-3 and advance, despite all odds, to the National League Division Series. Um, in the DS, they were down 2 nothing in the Division Series. It was, it was actually 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one in the Division Series. Um, against the Dodgers, and then... Heavy favorites to reach the World Series, the Dodgers. Game 5, Howie Kendrick. Dun, 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 cue the intense music. Now, don't forget about Rendon and Soto earlier in the game. Back-to-back -back home runs off Clayton Kershaw in the seventh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but um, Kendrick in the top of the ninth. It was actually top of the tenth. Top of the tenth. I, <laughs> I meant top of the tenth. You are making me nervous. That's what I meant. Okay, um, I believe you. And then he's up, and everyone's like, Yay, he's going to strike out! Woo! Everyone starts to leave. So they miss the Grand Slam. Why would they leave? It's 3-3. In Game 5 of the Division Series. Maybe they're just covering their faces a little bit. <laughs> Although he does have the highest batting average Let's in MLB over the last that. three seasons. Yeah, like, right. like they, they were covering their faces. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what happened Let's next, Em? I'm enthralled. Keep him in suspense. <laughs> Howard Kendrick. It's a grand slam! Woo! So. Who yeah? <laughs> Howie Kendrick hits a grand slam in the top of the 10th to make a 7 3. Nats win that one over the heavily favored Dodgers. Next on to the National League Championship Series against the Cardinals, a team that won 91 games that year. And they gave, now the Cardinals didn't exactly give the Nationals a tough series. <laughs> they were swept. But the thing that stands out to me in that sweep is Washington Nationals gave Jack Flaherty his worst outing since before the All-Star break. He, gave, he allowed four runs in just four innings. I believe that was also his shortest start since the All-Star break. So, and then... The Nats advanced to the World Series. And that was fun. And they won the first two games. And yay. And it was like I was like, Nats again win. Man. For the first two games, G here was a Nats fan. Yeah. I'm gonna switch to the Astros. He was a traitor. Well, you know, I do like the Astros. Benedict Arnold. 
I don't think it's that deep. I mean, I didn't do it for money or anything. You did it because you thought the Astros would win. No, I didn't. They were down to nothing in the series. You did it after they won the last year. You were like, I did not. Well, um, I'm cheering for the Astros. Yeah, but... <laughs> you can call me Benedict Arnold from now on. I did not say that. I call him Ben for short. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> All right, so, Em. So, um, for, um, 2-2, game five, um, game five and six, the Astros win. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Astros won, Astros won game five, and then took a 3-2 lead in the series, and oh, then yeah. the won game yeah, six. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is old Ben making you nervous? <laughs> And by the way, just so you all know, my name is not Ben. That's just what he calls me. So then, to make a long story longer, <laughs> the Nationals um, won game six. I was so happy. I was like, yes, yes, yeah, yes, and, and, yes, 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 yes. And then Em and I made a deal that if the Astros won the World Series, I would have to say who yeah on the podcast. Oh, oh, <laughs> I made you you just said who yeah. Who yeah. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't actually say it. I was just telling him about the bet. I got Benny here to say who yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the Astros didn't win, so I don't have to say that word. <laughs> Actually, that's two words and a hyphen. But, I think. Yeah, we were sitting there, and I'm like, come on, Nats, you have to beat the Astros. And so, G was like, if the Astros win, I'll say who yeah, and then I almost started cheering for the Astros. That would have been <laughs> so cool to have G say that. And so... And that's when the World Series. That's when the World Series. I was happy. M was happy. I was not. Actually, I was Oh, well. Astros aren't really well, my actually, team anyway. Well, actually, it's Cardinals are winning next week. I was not happy. I was not happy, and you were happy. Because you didn't yeah, have to Yeah, because I didn't have yet. to say who yet. And <laughs> I didn't get to see who, say who yet. So, yeah, anyway, great job by the Nats winning that World Series over the maybe kind of favored Brewers and the heavily favored Dodgers and maybe the kind of favored Cardinals and the heavily favored Astros. So, good job to the Nats. So, now we get into the real object of our podcast, which is to discuss the finalists for all and the four major awards. And you thought it was over! <laughs> I didn't think it was over. I'm talking about fans. Uh, many yeah. M fans. And very few G fans. <laughs> oh, really? So, and anyway. And saying, who yeah, right now. I guess you might be right, M. I mean, that could be true. But anyway, so yesterday, they announced the... Final, top three finalists for each of the major awards, which are Rookie of the Year, MVP, Manager of the Year, and Trevor Hoffman Award. No, oops, Cyan Award, sorry. So, M, why don't we start with the AL Rookie of the Year? Brandon Lau. Jordan Alvarez and John Means. So who do you think is going no, to I win it? No, I was telling you who's going to win it. Oh, well, you, we always have, you always have to say the candidates before you say who's going to win. Jordan Alvarez, Brandon Lau, and John Means. Is that good enough for you? Yeah, that's good enough. So who's going to win? Jordan Alvarez. Brandon Lau would have won it. He would have if he had played 172 games. Um... So you would run over as 27, 78, 313, 412 on base percentage. And can you believe it? He did it in 87 whole games. Wow, that's a lot of games. No, I'm just kidding. 
And actually, some people have argued that based on the stat Whitty runs created, which I do not understand at all, that he is the best rookie hitter in baseball history. Doesn't make sense to me. Me neither. I'll stick with Shoeless Joe Jackson. I mean, the WOC. His rating runs created. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. But um, the Jordan Alvarez being the best rookie ever. Yeah, I don't know about that. 2001 Albert Pujols was pretty good. 37-130, I believe he hit 329 that year. So, Brandon Lyle went 70, sorry, 17-51-270 in just 82 games. That's roughly half a season. And then John Means, the other finalist, the pitcher for the Baltimore Orioles, went 12-11 and with a 3.60 ERA. He struck out 121 in 155 innings pitched. But his fielding independent pitching, which is basically... ERA, except just based on strikeouts, walks, and home runs, is was 441. So not a great feeling independent pitching there, which seems to imply that he had good defense behind him. But still, an impressive rookie year for John Means, who was the Orioles' only all-star, I believe. So we both think you're Don Alvarez in the AL. What about the NLM? Who are our three candidates for the NL? Pionzo, Fernando Tatis Jr., and... Mike Soroka. Okay, and who do you think is going to win it? Mm. That's a toughie, I know. Well, I'm going to go on. Help me out, fans. I think I might say that it kind of has to be Pete Alonso. Maybe. Just because he hit 31 more home runs than Fernando Tatis. Mm. Yeah. And his batting average was probably way better than Mike Soroka's. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, kidding aside, Pete Alonso went 53-120 with a 260 batting average. That's the rookie record for home runs in all of Major League Baseball, eclipsing 52 home runs by Aaron Judge back in 2017 for the AL. And the NL previous record was Cody Bellinger with 39 home runs also in 2017, so he eclipsed that by 14. He, that was, I believe that's also the Mets record for single season, I think. Not totally sure. So then Michael Soroka. So Soroka went 13-4 and with a 2.68 ERA that was 5th in the National League. He struck out 142 in 174.2 innings pitched. He led the league by allowing just .7 home... Wait, um... And every na- point, 0.7 home runs per 9 innings pitched. I think that's the way you say it. I, I know it's 0.7 homers per 9. I'm just not sure the way you say it. So then Fernando Tatis is the third candidate. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr., 22, 53, 317, 16 stolen bases, three and 334 at-bats, 84 games. So yeah, th- that guy was an exciting player. Games, yeah. I loved watching that guy play. Well, man, he was so exciting. But I think Alonzo will win. Am? Um, probably. Probably, yeah. Alonzo probably wins. Since he set, since he did set an all-time rookie record for I home bet runs. I bet he got some votes. If he go 
Yeah, we gotta get some MVP votes there. So when we get back, we'll go on to the manager of the year. And we're back to give you the managers of the year finalists and our predictions. And we'll start in the American League. Our three candidates are Rocco Baldelli, whose team, the Twins, went 101-61, and a 23-game improvement over last year. They won the division by eight games over the Cleveland Indians. And there's Aaron Boone, who went 103-59 and with the Yankees. He had 30 players reach the injured list. That sets a new Major League record. The previous record holder were the 2016 Dodgers with 28 men tri taking trips to the disabled list. And then M's favorite, Kevin Cash of the New York Rays. No, sorry, Tampa Bay Rays. Um, Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays went 96-66. and 66, Six game improvement over last year. And this does not factor into the voting because all the ballots were collected before the postseason. Yeah. But they did win the wild card and lose in a five-game series to Houston. So, um, Em, who do you think is going to win AL Manager of the Year? Because of the ballots um, being cast before... Postseason, I think it's probably Baldelli. Former Ray. Former Ray. <laughs> a base coach. Um, he did a great job um, with the Twins. If it weren't for the ballots being cast before, Kevin Cash did an amazing job. Um, his Rays team one win shy of their franchise record of 96 wins. That was just, no one expected them. No, I didn't. I mean. And all that with the lowest payroll in sports is not, maybe not sports, but MLB. Yeah. Cheapest team in MLB. Yep. Cheapskate. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, so, I, I also think it's going to be Baldelli. His team, the Twins, got swept in the postseason, but again, the ballots are collected before the postseason, so that will not factor. And I think the 23-game improvement gives Baldelli the award there, with Boone finishing a close second because of all the injuries and the 103 wins. Okay. So in the NL, we've got candidates Craig Council of the Brewers. They went 89-73, and seven-game decrease in wins from last year. They went 13-5 and in 18 games after Christian Yellick went down to have a surge to the wild card. Mike Schilt, manager of the Cardinals, my favorite team. They went 91-71, three-game improvement over last year. They won the division. And Brian Snitker of the Braves, his team had a seven-game improvement. They went 97-65, division title, and that's that. So, Em, who do you think wins the award in the National League? Mike Schilt, probably. Um... Only 91 wins. He's a bad cop team. Yeah. No offense. <laughs> well, none taken. 90, if 91 wins the division by... Um, two games, I believe. Still. Yeah. But, um... So, the, the Nationals did have 93. That's probably because, like, the 
you know, with the Yankees having like 105 wins. Yeah. And the Rays being like 15 games out. Yeah. They were starting to catch up. They were actually six games out. Oh, yeah. So, Council Shilton Snicker, I, I think because of Council and his decrease in wins, and then Snicker having won the division the year before, I think it's Shilt. Now, I think Davey Martinez deserves some consideration, but he is ineligible because he was not voted in as one of the finalists. So, we cannot pick him here. But Davey Martinez of the Washington Nationals did a great job. We both think Baldelli and Shilt. And when we come back, we'll give you our the Cy Young finalists and our predictions. Yay! Alright, so on that to the American League Cy Youngs. We've got two Astros. Justin Verlander went 21-6. That 21 wins led the American League. 2.58 ERA and 300 strikeouts. He also led the league with 223 innings pitched. And he had... Ooh, let's see. Strikeout to walk ratio was 7.14. That led the league. And then his teammate Garrett Cole, who is now a free agent, so I guess they're not teammates anymore. But he went 20 and 5. 250 ERA led the league. 326 strikeouts led the league. He was third with 212.1 innings pitched. He led the league with strikeouts per nine, 13.8. And his fielding independent pitching was 264, and that led the league. So he has a very strong case. And then Charlie Morton of the Rays, who was an Astro last year. And so we almost have three Astros here. But anyway, Charlie Morton, Ray. So M, if you want to give us his stats. Oh, um, let's see. I haven't committed to memory. 16 and 6, 3.05 EOA, 240 strikeouts in one, 94.2 innings pitched. 0.7 homers per night. And that led the league. So, M, who do you think is going to win the Cy Young? Garrett Cole. I wish I could say Morton. Um, well, finishing, maybe he did win it. Finishing third isn't that shabby. I mean, it's better than Jack Flaherty did. <laughs> no, finish first. Yeah? I, could I was getting used to that. Like, yes! Back-to-back -back Cy Young winners. First glass now and then semi snow and then Morton and then Cole and Verlander. <laughs> he might still win it. Good stats. Probably not yeah. Good enough. Yeah, I think Cole wins it over his teammate Verlander and his ex teammate Morton. And then on to the National League Cy Young, where we've got three very close candidates. We've got Jacob DeGrom, who went 11-8. and eight. He actually improved his win-loss record by one win and one loss from last year. Last year it was 10-9 and nine and he won the Cy Young. This year he's 11-8, 243 ERA. Led the league with 255 strikeouts and 204 innings pitch. Then Hunian Ryu of the Dodgers 
14 and 5, led the league with a 2.32 ERA, struck out 163 in 182.2 innings pitched. He led the league in walks per nine, 1.2. And then Max Scherzer, who I believe has three Cy Youngs in the book already, he will look for his fourth. He went 11 and 7 in the win loss column, 2.92 ERA, which is about half a run higher than the other two contestants. 243 strikeouts and 172.1 innings pitched, and a fielding, indep fielding independent pitching of 245, that led the league. So, M, who do you think is going to win it? Uh, Max Scherzer. Okay. Max Scherzer certainly has a case. Struck out a lot of guys in not too many innings, led the league in fielding independent pitching. But I have to go with Jacob deGrom here because of his... ERA lead over Scherzer, and his strikeout edge over Ryu. Again, 11-8, 243 ERA, the league leading 255 strikeouts. So he thinks Scherzer, I think DeGrom, this one. DeGrom could win it too. I, they're both, they both deserve it. They both could win it. I'm not going to predict either way because it's way too close to tell. Yeah. Um... The votes have been cast. Um, yeah. Now, the baseball writers... I'm just saying it'll probably be. Yeah, so what's BWAN, the Baseball Writers Awards Association? Yeah. Yeah, they already know the, who but won. Then. But we don't. So, that takes care of the Cy Young Award winners as we go to our final category, the MVPs. And we're back for the MVPs, and we'll start with the AL and M. Let's hear the three candidates and their stats. Alex Bregman, third baseman for the Houston Astros, 41, 112, 296, 119 walks, 83 strikeouts. So, wonderful walk-to-strikeout ratio. He led the league with those 119 walks. Our next one is Marcus Thurman. 33, 92, 285, 123 runs. Ooh, didn't know that good. 43 doubles, 10 stolen bases. Surprise candidate there. Yeah, I did not think Marcus Simeon would be in the MVP running for this year. Nuh-uh. But he had, he had great defense and surprisingly good offensive stats. I do think DJ LeMahieu or Rafael Devers should have been in the finals instead of him. But, all in all, a solid candidate. And then our third candidate is... Mikey. Well, that's kind of obvious. Mike Trout. And no, his I was stats. Mikey because he's my best friend with BFFs. Really? No. No? Not really. Oh, you were kidding? Oh, I thought you were talking. I thought you were telling the truth. Anyway, Trout's stats. Oh, um, um. 45, 104, 291, 108, 1.083 OPS, 14 intentional walks, that led the league, so did the OPS, and 11 stolen bases. So those are some pretty nice numbers. So M, this is looking like a pretty close race between Bregman and Trout. Who do you have coming out on top? Oh, Trout. Trout. Mikey. Old Trouty Mikey. <laughs> Mikey Trouty. 
<laughs> well, I think it's what kind of... What if he listens to this podcast? Oh. I'd be so good. Well, he's your best friend, so... Maybe you no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I think it's going to be Alex Bregman. Four less homers than Trout. Eight more RBIs and a batting average five points higher. More walks, less strikeouts. And he was in the Gold Glove conversation, as was Trout. But... Yeah, you my opinion. Yeah. But I'm liking Bregman here. So, you think Trout? I'm liking Trout. And I, I think Bregman. I'm thinking Trout. Well, it's going to be very close. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking it's going to be Bregman, and you think it's going to be Trout. And on to the NL MVP. That's our last major awards category. And our three candidates are Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers, a team which I despise. What if he's listening to this podcast? Uh, I don't despise him. I just despise the Dodgers. Anyway, he went 47-115-305, led the league with 21 intentional walks. That's seven more than Mike Trout. When you have more intentional walks than Mike Trout, you're something special. Anyway, he walked 95 times, struck out 108 times, 15 stolen bases, won a gold glove in right field. So, then there's Anthony Rendon, who went 34, led the league with 126 um, RBIs, 319 batting average, had a 1.010 OPS, led the, also led the league with 44 doubles. And then Christian Yellick of the Brewers won it last year as a candidate to win it again this year. 44-97, led the league with a 329 batting average. Also led the league with a 429 on base percentage, a 691, no, sorry, a 671 slugging, and a 1.100 OPS. That 1.00 OPS actually led both leagues. He also stole 30 bases in just 130 games. So that's a packed stat line, but also Rendon and Bellinger have the packed stat lines. Who do you think M is going to win the MVP here in the National League? Ah, uh, yeah, like, um, <laughs> 44-97-329. A slim percentage of almost 700. Yeah. That, that hasn't really been approached since the days of Barry Bonds. And, well, since you say Yelly, I'm going to go with Belly. Remember those Yelly Belly commercials? Like, they, they, they played, um... MVP. MVP, like yeah. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Except I'm not going to go with Belly. I just said that to be funny. But I'm actually going with Yellick, just like my brother M. Again, 44-97-329. He led the league in batting average, on-base percentage, slugging, and OPS. And he also stole his 30 bases. He had a 40-30 season. Nearly had a 45-30 season. Just missed it by one homer. And he could have had a 50-30 season had his season not been cut short by a fractured kneecap. Ouch. So we both think Yellick in the NL. He thinks Trout. I think Bregman in the AL. That pretty much ends the podcast. So we'll see you next time on the GNM Baseball, Baseball Show. Not again! Wait, wait, I can, I can make this better. Wait, 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 okay.